Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 57, how to find content for your blog or podcast. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle on Twitter and through my other podcast, The Clean Comedy Podcast, and more stuff over at noodle.mx. Do you ever struggle with figuring out what to talk about in your podcast? Because that's what this episode will be all about, how to find content for your blog or podcast. Now, some of you might not even be podcasters yet. You might just be bloggers or you're not even bloggers yet, but you've gotten this passion in you and you're thinking, how am I going to create all this content or how am I going to regularly get content for my show? First, you do have to know that there are certain kinds of podcasts that pretty much feed themselves with content. Those are the kinds of podcasts that rely on something else or about something else regular and consistent, like a TV show or a sports broadcast. There is, uh, right now in the chat room, by the way, I do this live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern time over at noodle.mx slash live. You can hang out there. It'd be great to have you in the live show. But in the chat room right now is Who Day Weekly, Uh, It's a podcast about the Cincinnati Bengals football games. And he mentioned in the chat room that generating content is easy for him because the Bengals play every Sunday. So he gets new content to talk about in his podcast every Sunday. It's the same thing if you've got a TV show podcast where you watch an episode of the TV show and you've got new content for your podcast. You're you're getting content yourself from your content, or you're getting things to talk about from your topic. It's feeding itself. That's great. But not everyone has a podcast like that. So for all of you out there who have blogs or podcasts, or are thinking of starting a blog or podcast, and are trying to figure out how you're going to find content to talk about or write about, this is for you. Actually, even those people who have the content handed to them on a silver platter through TV, even they probably struggle sometimes with content between seasons because television shows don't go for 52 weeks of the year. There's a season break or a hiatus of some sort. So looking for content really does apply to everyone No matter your topic or how long your podcast is, you'll probably struggle with finding content. So I will share 12 ideas with you of how to find content for your blog or podcast. First, list all your ideas. When you're first starting out or you're considering a restructure or whatever, even if you're just struggling with content right now, grab a piece of paper or open a blank document on your computer and start making a list of all your ideas of things you could talk about. Your list doesn't have to be complete thoughts. Like on my list for the Audacity to Podcast, I have on there as a topic to, to talk about sometime, Twitter. That's on my list to talk about for the Audacity to Podcast is Twitter. Now, I don't say 
what I'm going to talk about with Twitter. I'm not very specific on that list, but it's an idea. And when I run out of ideas or I feel like I don't have something to talk about and I'm looking for content, I can go back to my list and see that, oh, I had here an idea to talk about Twitter sometime. Then I work and develop that idea. So this needs to be a list of your undeveloped ideas. Now, if you can make a list of developed ideas, that would be even better. Like when I make my list, it is, as I said, undeveloped ideas of things to talk about. But I could actually go through my list and we'll pretend that for the case of this, that I'm back on episode 30. Right now I'm on episode 57, but we'll pretend I'm on episode 30. I could then make a list of saying, okay, episode 31 will be uh, some of the things that I'm rethinking. It will be about rethinking certain decisions and more podcasts about podcasting. Number 32 will be the truth about iTunes subscriptions and the dropped ping podcast thing. Number 33 will be about HTML5 audio and video players, all of that. So you could make a detailed list, but if you don't have those ideas developed, that's all right. Just make a general list of concepts, ideas, and it doesn't have to be a chronological list. It could just be ideas that you'll later sort out. This is the place where don't throw out any ideas. Some people might say, I never have good ideas. Well, let me ask you, do you have only bad ideas? You're probably not going to say, yes, I have only bad ideas. You'll realize, I hope, that you have good ideas. So don't throw out any ideas. Write them down on your list, even if it's not developed. Make a list of all of these ideas And then you can reference this list later on when you need content and then work. So if you're struggling, you'll have a list. This is great to do before you start a podcast because it gives you the option or it gives you an idea of what could be coming in the future. So list your ideas. Number two, ask your followers. If you have followers already or listeners to your podcast or readers to your blog or family and friends on Facebook, whatever, ask them about their ideas. If you have a topic that you want to share, ask them. Now, give yourself enough time to hear back from them. And if, especially if you do this on Twitter, you have to tweet at a good time, like afternoon is a good time to tweet about it because a lot of people will see it then. You'd have to tweet more often so more people would see it or post it on Facebook or post it on your blog. Ask your followers for ideas because you could then list an episode or have an episode that is a list of the things from your audience. This is a great way to get content and you might think that you're being lazy by asking your audience for content. No, you're not being lazy. In fact, you may even get more popular and have better relationships with your audience by using their content. When you involve them, they'll feel more a part of your community. So your followers may also have things like questions or different experiences or ideas that you've never, ever thought of. So check it out with them to see what their ideas are, and you can incorporate that into your episode, or that could even drive your entire episode is just a single idea from your listeners, or you could make a list of ideas from your listeners, and that could be an episode or a blog post. So ask your followers for their ideas. 
Number three, subscribe to blogs and podcasts in your field. There are, no matter what your topic is, there are probably out there many other blogs and podcasts about it. Now, that's not always the case. And the reason I said your field and not your niche is because your niche is a much more focused portion of a field. Like your niche might be, uh, we'll say, we'll say your niche is grooming short haired dogs. That's your niche is grooming short-haired dogs. So you have a podcast that's all about grooming short-haired dogs, but your field is dog grooming or maybe just dogs in general. So subscribe to blogs and podcasts about dogs, about dog grooming, and you'll get ideas from there. Even though they're not talking specifically about your niche, they may occasionally address your niche or you'll get ideas and inspiration of things that you can use to... uh, build into your own episode or your own blog post. So look out there at what other people are doing and what other people are saying. And sometimes you could even just, your whole episode could be sharing these different resources that you've found. You'll learn about new ideas, new resources, new methods from other people. But please, when you do something like this, please make sure that you give credit where credit is due and respect that other people have different perspectives and different knowledge than you do and don't try to copy them. If someone gives the top five tips for using Skype, don't make your post the top five tips for using Skype unless you're just commenting on them and linking your listeners and viewers back to them. You want your content to be unique. Now you could use them as a reference and to help build ideas or you could comment on them, but give credit where credit is due and those links And those other people then will really appreciate that and might even link back to you as well. Number five, respond to your competition. This is a little bit more touchy because as you, actually that would be number four, wouldn't that? That's not number five, that's number four. As you are reading other blogs or listening to other podcasts, especially if these are others in your field and in your niche, you may run across this idea of competition. I would put competition in quotation marks too, little air quotation marks. Or All of you right now, pull up your two fingers from each hand and put little air quotation marks around competition. Not if you're driving though. See, in, in podcasting and blogging, yes, there is competition. I recently had this with a friend that we we came to this point of realizing that yes, we are competitors. That's that's an undeniable fact that we are competitors. We're going after similar audiences or the same audience, the same potential clients. We are competitors. But what I love in this field, like especially this field of podcasting about podcasting, is even though I have other competitors, air quotes again, like Dave Jackson, Ray Ortega, uh, Cliff Ravenscraft, and many others, uh, Dave Thackeray, and many others who have podcasts about podcasting, we are competition with each other. That's undeniable. We're competition. 
But I love the camaraderie we have among this community, even though we're competition, we frequently talk to each other, interview each other in each other's shows, share content from each other. And the difference is that we are not rivals. We want each other to succeed. We're not trying to undermine the other person or just the other person's network or podcast. We want each other to, to succeed, and we're not trying to make each other fail. We are competition. But you can respond to competition when you have a disagreement. Now, be careful with this, because if you have a disagreement, then it's probably something that boils your blood. That means you definitely have a passion for that thing that they're talking about. And it can be very easy to let that blood-boiling passion out in your podcast. And passion is great. Passion is required for podcasting. But be careful that you're not attacking another person or their beliefs or their ideas. Instead, respond. Try to look at it as giving an, an additional perspective to this overall picture or this overall item that we're building of an idea. Just like in podcasting, the art of podcasting, which is, by the way, another podcast about podcasting, we each have different perspectives and different ways of doing things. There are times when I hear something from someone where, I'll give you an example, I hear many people who talk about podcasting really hit the lame encoder hard. They say that lame is the worst MP3 encoder and nobody should ever use it in any circumstance and it is lame. I like to defend the lame encoder because it is the best MP3 encoder in certain circumstances. So sometimes I hear people mention that or I hear things that other people leave out of their story. You'll hear this too. And this is stuff that you can then address in your podcast. Don't make it like a debate between you and the other people, but try to add to the picture and fill in those missing gaps or help people understand something that might have been uh, explained incorrectly otherwise. So you could respond to the competition. Number five, join forums and groups. There may be hundreds of even thousands of forums out there that have sections about your topic. There may not be an actual forum by itself about your topic, but many forums out there have sections that might cover your topic. Just looking at the field of podcasting, there are forums on the 48days.net. I've read the book by Dan Miller, 48 Days to the Work You Love. He's got a community on there that has a forum about podcasting. There are other websites that have a subsection about podcasting, or there are groups on Facebook and LinkedIn that have that talk specifically about podcasting or have subsections about podcasting. There's Quora, a place where people can ask questions or answer questions. They have sections about podcasting. So if you join all of these and participate in them, then you can find new content either by just the discussions that come up or people will ask questions and you can then address these questions and then share them in those forums. This is also a great way to build your audience because if you're in a forum that is, or a group that is 
about your topic, even about your niche. And when you release new content in that niche, promote it in that other site. And just don't get too spammy about it. Use Be polite, be logical on how you do this, but you could share the content that you're generating that those people might like to read or listen to. So join and participate in these forums and groups. Number six, read frequently asked questions and watch for support issues. This is more if you have a technical kind of podcast, like a how-to or answering questions kind of thing, like I do. Whenever I'm looking for ideas of stuff to talk about, especially since I do this thing about every five episodes, I try to talk specifically about Audacity, do a whole episode about Audacity. I look at the frequently asked questions. I look at problems that people are posting on the internet through Twitter or forums or blog posts or in the official support section. I look for these things and then I try to provide an answer in my podcast or blog and then I reference those people back to it. That way, I'm helping them with their problem. I'm generating new content, a new episode or a new blog post. And you know what? If one person had that question or had that problem, probably other people do too. So this means that this could be a huge boost to your site for search engine optimization. One of the biggest helps to bringing new people to the Audacity to Podcast and a lot of website visitors is going out and finding the problems that people have, trying to solve it for them, and releasing it as content in the Audacity to Podcast. People then are looking for those problems in Google. I can look at my Google search, uh, my Google analytics, and see how people are getting to the site, what search terms they're entering. And quite often, the search terms they're entering are linking them directly to episodes that answer their questions. Because I sought to answer their questions in the first place. So other people later on have those questions. They find my site. They get the answers. Take this same approach. Look at frequently asked questions pages or look at support issues. Again, depending on what kind of podcast you have. Number seven, follow people on social networks. There are probably other experts in your area. Follow them. They may not follow you. They may not even care about you or have a relationship with you in any way, but you can follow them and be inspired by them. You'll get content from them. You'll see things. They may share an idea that they're not going to develop, but it can be something that you can jump on and develop, or it may be something that you can just refer people to. So follow the other people in your field and look for ideas from what they're saying or inspiration from what they're saying. And that can be a great way to generate new content. So look on Twitter, on Facebook, on Google+, or maybe even these experts' own websites. Follow what they're saying, what they're doing. Maybe even someday you will get to develop a relationship with them. And this goes right along into number eight, is invite guests into your blog post or your podcast. Because... As you're following these other experts in many different areas, maybe not even necessarily your field, 
but you meet these other people or find people who are providing content that may be relevant to your listeners, to your audience as well. Invite them as a guest. Back in episode, I think it was 47 or 48, it was episode 48, so go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash 48. I invited Stever Robbins from Get It Done Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to do more to work less and do more podcast or get it done guy on Twitter. I invited him to be a guest on the Audacity podcast because I follow what he does and he talks about productivity and getting more done and doing less work but accomplishing more and all of these productivity tips and business tips. And he has fabulous content, simple content too. It's short form, really easy to digest, but really helpful stuff. I realized he would be a great guest for the Audacity to Podcast. So instead of just inviting him on as someone that I wanted to interview and just ask him questions, what's your favorite ice cream? How'd you get into podcasting? What do you like about podcasting? All of that. Now, there are places for that, but the Audacity to Podcast and with Steve Robbins was not something I wanted to do. I wanted him to share special content that is applicable to you, my listeners. So I sent him an email. I said, would you be interested and willing to share productivity tips for podcasters and be a guest on my show? And he loved that idea. He jumped on it and we got it recorded. So you can hear that in episode 48. So look for other people who can share content relevant to your audience. These other people may not normally speak to your audience, but you can find a way to connect their expertise with your audience, and then that's finding new content for your podcast. So looking back at this list again, number one, list all your ideas. Number two, ask your followers. Number three, subscribe to blogs and podcasts in your field. Number four, respond to the competition. Number five, join forums and groups. Number six, read frequently asked questions and support issues. Number seven, follow people on social networks. Number eight, invite guests. By the way, sometimes your guests might be your fans or your listeners too. And number nine, attend conferences or meetups. Getting getting together with other people who share the same interests as you can create huge amounts of energy. You'll get ideas from them. You'll hear content from experts in your field. You will find more people that you can follow and consume their content that will give you ideas for your content. And the idea of connecting with so many other people means you'll find people you could invite as guests, but also attending a conference or some kind of meetup creates this huge amount of energy. Even if you don't get content directly from the other people, you could easily be tremendously inspired just from the energy there and from being around other people. You will be inspired with new enthusiasm for your passion. It's like passion for your passion. (laughs) Because sometimes our passions are missing their enthusiasm. It's something we can be passionate about, but we just need that little push to get us going again sometimes. So attending these, hanging out with other people can be a powerhouse of energy 
to give you new inspiration. You might not get direct ideas directly from them, but you will find yourself just wanting to jump back in it and probably coming back and writing down the list of things that you could do to reignite your enthusiasm for your passion. So attend conferences or meetups. Number 10, read books to gain deeper knowledge. This is often forgotten nowadays. By this, I mean books. Many times when people listen to podcasts or read blogs, it could be because they don't have time to read books or watch video series or whatever it is. Or they don't know about the books that are out there available. But more than likely, it's a time issue for them. So you could read these books and not only will this educate you more and make you more learned, 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 <laughs> educated in your field, but this is something then that you can pass on to other people. Again, don't copy information, but it can be that you can share the same concepts or you could respond to concepts in the book. Maybe you read a book about your field and you have a disagreement with something in the book. Talk about that in your podcast. Disagreements are most likely very highly passionate to people and have a lot of energy behind them. That makes for great content for a podcast as long as you handle it well and don't start a fight. But also when you are getting content by reading books, this shows your audience that you're serious about this and you are studying it. You aren't just stopping and seeking your own knowledge and teaching yourself everything you know, like you're a self-made man who made many mistakes in the process or whatever, but you are studying what other experts have to say. And if you mention things like, there's such and such book that I read and it shares this tip, I want to pass this along to you, that can impress your audience and... It also provides an opportunity that you can make money from your podcast because you could set up affiliate deals with these different books and uh, publishers or resources that you could tell people that I'm reading this book and I got this idea from this book and it's really a great book. I highly recommend that you guys go out and check out this book as well. And you could link to it with an affiliate link so that then you are making money from the content that you're sharing and you're appearing as more the expert. And there's also the possibility of interviewing the author of that book. If you want some more information about making money from your podcast, then I recommend go back and listen to episode 39, which is at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 39. I shared five ways to make money from your podcast and affiliate deals or affiliate sales is one of those items. So read books to gain deeper knowledge. Number 11, make relevant lists. Instead of just making a list of general ideas, make lists of lists. (laughs) I'm sorry if you're using things that make the S's too strong there. You could make a list of items like the top 10 whatever, or five different ways of doing this, or 10 resources for this field, anything like that. You could just make a list. And making your list can be something that involves your followers as well. 
ask your followers for things that they can add to this list of whatever it is. Or maybe you're making a list specifically and exclusively of feedback from your followers. And this is something that, in fact, I want to do. I want to have an episode. So listen up because I want your feedback. I want an episode of talking about how or what do you do when you don't feel like podcasting. I want to hear from you. What do you do when you don't feel like podcasting? Email feedback at noodle.mx or call 859-353-4332 because I want to make a list of things that people do when they don't feel like podcasting. Now, this could be stuff that distracts you in ways that you procrastinate, procrastinate, or these can be ways that you defeat the procrastination and podcast anyway. So ask your followers for ideas. Make kinds of lists, different kinds, uh, top tens, whatever. And these can be content for your podcast. You could even make a list of your content. Like you could go back, if you've got a lot of episodes out or a lot of blog posts, you could go back, look at your stats, and then make a post about the top 10 resources from 2011. And that could be a great list, and it's your content, and that redirects people back to those old episodes. Now, you might think, well, these people have been listening for a year. They've heard this all already. Don't assume that. You might have new listeners who jump in at episode 50 when you're on episode 60, so they have no idea about episodes 30 through 40 or episode one, or episode 10, or whatever. So refer back to these things for people. Some of my most popular episodes are still way back, like in the teens. Stuff like episode 12 was how to remove noise with audacity. That was huge. It's still hugely popular. I think that's my most popular episode. I've also got an episode about Chris's dynamic compressor and how to use that. It's episode eight, I believe. And you can go back and listen to these things at theaudacitypodcast.com slash whatever the number is. Actually, that one was uh, how to use Chris's dynamic compressor was episode five. And some of these older things are extremely popular episodes to people finding me through search engines. But to my new listeners, they might be wondering, how can I remove noise with audacity? So if I release, and in fact, I, I'll, I'm going to do this now before the year is over, I'm going to release something about like the top 10 or the most popular posts. And people like knowing what's most popular because they'll probably check it out too. They figure it's that kind of the, the group thing that people like doing what a lot of other people are doing. So if other people found something really useful, then people are more interested in it. So make a list of your own content even. And number 12 way to find new content for your blog or podcast is monitor Google searches. All of the above things or previously mentioned things are great for finding new content, being inspired for new content. But 
many of them deal with looking in areas that are already in your niche or your field. But Google has uh, a bit of resources in it. You can search Google and find things that you wouldn't otherwise find through two really useful things. Now, you could just use the regular default Google search engine, but what I recommend is that you use the Google News and Google Blog Search to find new content for your podcast. Because someone might have, let's go back to that niche example of grooming short-haired dogs. Someone might have a podcast that's all about living on a farm, or they have a blog all about living on the farm, and they're talking about raising farm animals, talking about raising corn and crops and self-sustaining themselves on the land. That was not grammatically correct, I know. They might say all of this stuff that's completely irrelevant to you, but then they release a post that is how I found to best groom my short-haired dog. Bing! That is relevant content to you among their whole blog of (laughs) irrelevant content. But you wouldn't know it because you're not subscribed to their blog. That's where the power of Google search comes in. Or a Google news search can help you find news items to talk about. So the way to do this is Go to google.com slash news or google.com slash blog search and type something in. Search for something. You can do either a simple search or an advanced search or just the same exact same way that you would search Google. All of that fancy stuff. And then once you get your search, you can refine it by the date that's published, like you could say, only show me things within the last 24 hours, last seven days, whatever. And then after you've refined it to what you want to see, then scroll to the bottom of the page and you'll see options for signing up for email alerts or an RSS feed. Subscribe to those with your favorite method. I like to subscribe to the RSS feed because I don't like receiving a lot of email. I get way too much email as it is. So I don't like the email alerts so much, but maybe you do. So that's, that's entirely up to you, whether you use RSS or email to get these alerts. But this can be a great way that you can find content that you might not otherwise know existed out there. Because people will mention things. I search for whenever someone mentions audacity and podcasting, or podcast in the same blog post. And I go and I check it out and I see if maybe it's a problem that they're having that I can help them with. Maybe they are starting a podcast and they're trying to figure out how to use Audacity. Or maybe they're sharing their tips on how to podcast with Audacity. And it's stuff that sometimes I link to their things. Sometimes I share it. Sometimes I comment on it. Sometimes I share my information with them. So it's a great way to generate or to find new content for your blog is to monitor these Google searches, news items, whatever it is. And this then connects you to content you would have never found otherwise. So these 12 items again are number one, list all of your ideas. Number two, ask your followers. Number three, 
Subscribe to blogs and podcasts in your field. Number four, respond to the competition. Number five, join forums and groups. Number six, read frequently asked questions and support issues. Number seven, follow people on social networks. Number eight, invite guests to your show or blog. Number nine, attend conferences or meetups. Number 10, read blogs, to read books to gain deeper knowledge. Number 11, make relevant lists. And number 12, monitor Google searches. These are 12 suggestions I have for how you can find new content for your blog or podcast. How do you find new content? Maybe you have a a unique way that you search for content or get new content for your blog or podcast. I would love to hear from you on that. You can leave a comment on these show notes and you can, by the way, get the links to everything I mentioned in these show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 57. I would love to hear from you what you do to find new content for your blog or podcast or your experience with each of these things or do you have tips? Do you, do you disagree with these? Do you want to respond to me and disagree with some of these things? Or do you have extra things to add to the list? I'd love to hear from you. Comment at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 57 or call in to 859-353-4332. I've got quite a backlog of voicemails and emails that I'll be addressing and sharing on the podcast soon. And you can also email your feedback with an audio message to feedback at noodle.mx. Especially, I want content from you not being lazy, I want to involve you in a future episode to find out from you, what do you do when you don't feel like podcasting? What do you do to overcome that and to just stick through it or to find new inspiration? I want to hear from you because I want to include this in a future episode. Send your audio feedback, call it in, whatever. Keep it to fewer than three minutes, whether it be written, uh, fewer than three minutes to read, or if it's something that you call into the voicemail or send in an audio recording. So again, email that to feedback at noodle.mx or call 859-353-4332 and share your content with me so I can share that with everyone else. What do you do when you don't feel like podcasting? Because uh, we've probably all been there where we temporarily get burned out and we don't feel like doing it. So what do you do? I want to hear from you. Feedback at noodle.mx or 859-353-4332. You can also tell me things that you're thankful for in podcasting or just email your questions, comments, feedback, anything like that. Call it in, whatever. I would love to hear from you. So again, get the show notes for this episode at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 57 and find ways for you to get new content for your podcast or blog. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast and automatically receive each episode through iTunes or your favorite podcast subscriber. Go to theaudacitypodcast.com and you'll see a bunch of subscription options right on the front page. You can also sign up for the email newsletter 
to get free podcasting and audacity tips there and a free ebook soon when I share how I octupled my podcast subscriptions overnight. Thank you very much for listening and for sharing your ideas with me. Now that I've taught you some of the tools and given you some of the guts, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. Please follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts on Christian movie reviews with critical thinking, clean comedy, and more to come. We got something really big possibly coming, so watch noodle.mx for more. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more podcasts on all kinds of tech. There's even a podcast about Minecraft. That's technology. So find more over at techpodcasts.com. And if you need help starting a website for your podcast, designing cover art for your podcast, designing a website, anything like that, I love designing stuff for people. So please let me know. Email feedback at noodle.mx. And I'd love to help you out and design some stuff for you or check out podcastcoverart.com.